Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do you hear that sound? It's the sound of an amazing new trailer for Black Widow. We finally get our chance to see what's coming up in the Black Widow movie coming next year. We're going to break down that trailer plus everything in this amazing Endgame art book that is just full of secrets and a whole bunch more today on Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Good afternoon to you, our merry Marvelites. Welcome back to Marvel Movie News. Hope you all had a good Thanksgiving. We're back. We're, we're still full of turkey. That's right. How about you? No, no, no. I'll be full of turkey till Christmas. It's, yeah. <laughs> At which point you'll be full of ham, I uh, guess? And, but... more, and more turkey. I'll ask yeah. for it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, I'm Zach Wilson. we got Christian Blatt here. Uh, Zia, unfortunately, couldn't join us today. She's... Uh, being a, a world traveler. She's undercover you... uh, with uh, advanced idea mechanics, but I probably shouldn't say that because now they know to look for yeah, her. Yeah, they're going to find her in Budapest. They were going to find her anyway. <laughs> Zia, she's got purple hair yeah, now. It stands yeah. out. Hey, look, it's Psylocke. <laughs> I always, uh, that's always a funny thing with like Black Widow. Very distinctive hair color. Yes. <laughs> uh, unless you go to Ireland, I guess. That's true. Uh, or parts of Russia, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Tough to stay undercover is all I'm saying. Yes. Maybe that's why she went blonde. I, I would hope. I would hope that was the reason why, that it wasn't something uh, she saw in InTouch magazine. You know? uh, but, th- yes, this is Marvel Movie News. We're coming to you live from Budapest this week. <clears throat> Finally. Uh, that's where Zia, we went with Zia, <laughs> uh, but she's off being busy and, and, and fun and cool. Uh, we stay here to talk Marvel with you guys. Yes. Uh, thank you to uh, Mr. Fantastic Ryan in the booth. For uh, helping us out on the ones and twos. Colt Badeau, help us out on Twitter from the Star Jammer. I'd say we should get started. Do you want to just... I, I think let's just kick right into this trailer. I think that's why people are here, so let's not tease them any longer. Let's talk about this. Are you sure? Trailer. I wanted to tease them more. It's, it feels like the Marvel way. <laughs> we, they waited until 150 days before the movie to drop anything we, on us. If you want to tease them, you could show them every page of this beautiful book. Uh, I could. We just, <laughs> Here's page two and three. No, uh, we are going to get into the art book uh, that just came out for Endgame. The, like, they had the the Road to Endgame one that came right. out when the movie did, but that didn't have much from the movie because they were trying to avoid spoilers. This has everything, all kinds of concept art that for like unused scenes and just ideas, uh, costumes, so much cool stuff. I wanted to, I pulled some pages and we'll go through those with you guys. But first, Black Widow dropped a, a really cool two minute trailer yeah. on us. What just gut reaction, Christian? What did you think? Are you hyped? Yeah, when I saw the link, it said teaser trailer, so I'm like, okay, sixty seconds. I'm like, no, this is, I, you know, I'm sure there'll be more trailers, but I'm like, this is great. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, we'll go into some of the things, but it confirmed a few things, and there were also uh, some surprises, and I just I just like watching Natasha fight, so uh, they put about, for me, the exact right amount in this trailer. Yeah. yeah. This felt like, 
You know, in a week that also saw a new Bond trailer drop, this is like a great week for spy movies, because this feels like a spy movie. Like, it could be, this would fit inside, like, a Bond or a Bourne universe. Sure, absolutely. Like, it doesn't, other than the, like, Red Guardian Taskmaster stuff, (laughs) like, it totally, it doesn't look like a superhero movie. It looks like a spy movie, and that's exactly how we want it. Um, so, so to clarify for some people who may be curious, this is post Civil War. Yes, uh, Black Widow. So on the run, hiding from the government, but pre Infinity War. So like we're in that weird gap area. Uh, yeah. I know some people, a lot of us, like who have been like focused and paying attention are like, oh yeah, that's old news. But some people hadn't just hadn't no. I, I saw up. a few people that asked us, you and I and Zia directly on Twitter, like, well, when is this? And you know, it's it, look for us, we knew that, but uh, it's hard to yeah. keep track of all these things. So uh, yeah, and I think that's kind of the perfect spot. I think that's a you know that's a good, interesting time period that we don't really know a lot about. You yeah, know, we just sort of picked up with everyone in uh, Infinity War. And uh, I'm glad we're getting to see at least a little of uh, you know what everybody was up to during that time, or Absolutely. at least what Natasha was up to. Yeah. So let's let's go through this trailer and and see what stuff's in there. Uh, one thing that we got that was really cool: we met uh, Yelena yes. Bardova, um, played by uh, uh, Florence Puig. Yeah, I, it's Pew, and she's I, Pew? having the best year in Hollywood, maybe. Oh she's been yeah, in so many great films this year. For, uh, thank you for clarifying how yeah. to pronounce the I'm name. Fan, right? yeah. Uh, yeah, she like it, it, she was in the hit uh, horror movie over the summer, Midsommar, okay, which sure. still haunts my dreams since I saw it. Uh, <laughs> she was in Fighting with My Family. Yep. Okay. Uh, she's going to be in Little Women later this year. Uh, she was also in just a bunch of. Oh, I think it was. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Oh, uh, shoot! It's time to get her. Oh, I'm blanking right now. I'm so sorry. It does. Uh, it's are, fine. Ryan, she's you, in Black are, Widow. She's that's Black what we're Widow. here to are talk you, about. Are you her publicist? Because you ran through all I mean, the projects. Just huge projects. Yeah, like, it's really awesome. Yeah, she's she's really taking off, and like she does a real good Russian accent yeah. in this. Uh, it almost felt surprising that it was coming out of her, only because I've seen her in other things. But like, it was clean. Uh, I love this the fight sequence between yeah, the two of I them. I thought that was great. Uh, and they drop that they like, or at least they refer to each other as sisters. Yes. Now I think that that's a metaphorical sisterhood. Do you think they might actually be related? I don't think she's a blood relative. I think that they probably going through the the program that you know turned her into Black Widow. I think that she considered her sister, yeah. and maybe they even called each other that. You know? Yeah. But uh, uh, that would be interesting if it was her her actual blood uh, relative. But uh, I, I feel like that's not the case. And I like. One of the things that was really interesting to me about this trailer is the idea of family that seemed to run throughout it. And actually, uh, we can bring up that photo. It's a little bit further down, Ryan, in the in the line. Uh, but just like uh, I think it's number nine on there because uh, uh, family, it yeah. seems to be the big theme for Black Widow, especially once you. Wouldn't you consider that this is leading into Infinity War and Endgame, where her idea of family plays such a significant role? Yeah. Uh, Do you think that that's going to be similar to how Deadpool 2 called out its theme (laughs) as family? Is is this going to be a family film? I think it's going to be really important to her because, you know, sort of going back to Yelena, she doesn't know her real family, but uh, this collection of people 
that I think we see in the trailer to some extent were her family and now she has S.H.I.E.L.D. as her family. And uh, to your point about how this to some degree will lead into infinity war and of course Endgame. i mean she makes the ultimate sacrifice for her family Mm -hmm. so i think that uh yeah that theme will really resonate throughout the movie yeah to me it makes sense it's because if this is right after civil war she like had her found family with the avengers but then she basically had a divorce like her two dads got real mad at each other and they're not talking anymore so she has to like go out and like she's on the run so she's on her own again which like she just found her her place in the world and yeah. lost it. So it does. There is a certain amount of it makes sense that she would go back to the only other family that she's really known. Right. Shield collapsed. The Avengers broke up. Theoretically, finding the old people from the Red Room program that she yeah. may have been closer to and gotten along with that makes sense. And so who who do we have here? We have Rachel Weiss playing yeah. uh, an older like black widow right i don't know if they're gonna all be like black widows or if that be if that's her i, I hope they have other code names yeah that would be cool i know yeah. that like yelena barnova has has been known as the black widow but it right. feels you're it feels muddy if they're all different black widows sure yeah uh you could just like give them all different code names and they're all members of the red room uh and that was natasha's uh cover uh, right. identity uh but we also got finally officially confirmed oh yeah everything david harbour as red guardian and it's so perfect it fits so well yeah well i mean i yeah. think it, <laughs> and it, i didn't it even fit, mean to do it, that but it fits perfectly yeah, yeah. Still, yeah. it still fits yeah, uh, it, it's uh, it is one of those things when you heard the casting and you're like, I mean, I guess he could be Red Guardian, but uh, could he be Red Guardian? You know, it was like when you're Chris Pratt was going to be Star Lord. You know, you're like, I mean, I guess, sure, let's see it. He had done the baseball movie at that point, but uh, I think I was just like, I don't know that David Harbour's going to you know get a trainer and go on the Hugh Jackman diet. So uh, the idea that he's an aging Red Guardian who hung up the there's no cape. I was going to say cape and cowl, but the who hung up the helmet and and everything, you know, as far as we can tell, years ago. And uh, I do love his. Uh, it still fits perfectly. I thought that's a that's a great that's a high point in the trailer for me. Yeah, uh, it's just fun. And like people in the chat are discussing like whether these characters are villains or not. Yeah. And Red Guardian is sort of like on that line in the comics. Like he's not necessarily a villain. He's not outdoing evil but in the way that like it was a cold war era character it was russia red guardian was russia's attempt to make a captain america it's extremely clear from that costume it's got a star on his chest like it it was it's very obvious that this is a captain america facsimile so he's fighting for Russia's interests, which obviously will come up against America's course, in, yeah. in the comics. But uh, he, I would not call him evil per se. No, it's just his uh, his interests were, you know, very much opposed to Captain America's. And of course, opportunities can present themselves where they would work together against someone. You know, the Red Skull just comes to mind because you know he didn't in the comics he didn't stay dead forever. So uh, you know, I think that there are a lot of opportunities for them to work together. There's a lot of common ground that uh, they would cover but 
yeah, to a, to a bunch of Americans, he would be considered a bad guy. I think yeah. a lot of people confuse him with Omega Omega Red from the X Men, who is, is also sort of a Captain America <laughs> for Russia, but he's like flat out a bad guy. Yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. so this is this is just more he's looking out for Mother Russia. You know? Yeah, and I see the gamer girl thinks that Taskmaster will be the only villain in the movie. Like it's possible that Rachel Vice could like end up working for the Red Room and Absolutely. trying to get Natasha yeah. back. Like there's all kinds of things. I think we're gonna see. So let's talk about villains in a story. In a story about characters that have always, are, Black Widow is a story about someone who who was a villain. Yeah. Black Widow, like at a time in her life, she would have been a villain. She yeah. was bad. She had the red had to get in her ledger somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and it comes from her time on the wrong side. So this is. I think it's a lot. A lot of it's going to be redemption, and it's going to be people who have done evil versus people who are doing evil and like who's right who's wrong we see thunderbolt ross right. confirmed in this trailer it makes yes. sense uh if it's post-civil war right yeah no that absolutely makes sense when i first heard his voice i was like is liam neeson in this movie and then i'm like nope <laughs> but uh, i was excited for like not that i'm not excited to see thunderbolt ross but i was like oh my god who's liam neeson gonna be but uh <laughs> somebody else in a different movie i feel like we would have heard if liam neeson had been cast in a movie that true. said, true. we still do not know who is under the mask for Taskmaster. Liam Neeson. That's my guess right now. I'm going on record. <laughs> Could yeah. be Liam Neeson yeah. under there. We just don't know. Yeah, which I think is great, by the way, that we don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's like, there, cause there's, a, there's like a couple people, and there's like, uh, I forget the guy's name, who was on stage at San Diego Comic-Con for Black Widow, but like hasn't had a role confirmed. Oh, okay. Um, but like we, everyone thought. And assumed that Taskmaster would be David Harbour. Yeah, of course. Uh, because he's the big name. You think he's going to be the the biggest character. And Taskmaster is well, more well-known than Red Guardian. For sure. Uh, so here we, we've got to look at Taskmaster holding a bow and arrow. Uh, that, like, this is an interesting theory somebody dropped to me earlier this week. That what if this is a flashback sequence oh, and that's Hawkeye? That would be great. I, I don't, would love that if that was I don't. Current. I don't love that. But I felt like I wanted well, to share the theory yeah, I think if if that's a good reveal that they're able to keep under wraps until we see the movie, I think, well, I mean, you know, now you've put it in my head. But I think I, I'd like to be surprised by something like that. That would be cool. Chat, let us know what you think about Clint Barton being showing up that uh, way. And by the way, for I, Shield. I very much expect uh, Clint to be in this movie in some capacity. I don't necessarily think he's going to be he's going to be Taskmaster, but I think I think we'll definitely see him. Only partially because we see an image of him from the trailer, which yes, I know is from another movie, it's from but, Avengers. But you have to pay him by putting his likeness in the trailer. So yeah, but for a trailer, not much. It's true. For a movie, a lot more. That's a good point. But uh, I would like I would. He's the one who makes the most sense. You know, out of out of all of the Avengers, Clint is the one I think we're most likely to see. If there's flashbacks, like so, so the trailer opens on a big wide shot of Budapest. Yes, it does. Uh, I think we're going to spend modern day time in Budapest. I I don't think we're actually going to see what happened. <laughs> I want you to be wrong, but I agree with you 100%. I don't think we're going to see I'm it. so torn on it. Like, I want to know. I yeah. want to know what happened to Budapest. But a part of me, it's like, it's that it's that Phantom Menace thing. It's sometimes the mystery of the past is stronger than revealing it. 
I mean, I don't know. I sure love me a pod race, but let's not get bogged down on that. Absolutely. Uh, but there, there's plenty of other examples. Uh, no, no, but you I, know what? I, a better. Yeah. Well, here's a better uh, comparison, even within Star Wars, the Kessel Run. Yeah, uh, I actually really enjoyed Solo. I did too. But there is an absolute argument that the idea of the Kessel Run is stronger than showing it at all. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, and so. I, I, I do sort of I, like I want to know what happened, but at the same time, I feel like it will never live up to the absurdity I, we've created in our heads. I, I just want a shot-for-shot recreation of the opening of Apocalypse Now when Martin Sheen's like, Saigon. I can't believe I'm back in Saigon. So it's, uh, it's going to be Natasha, like, Budapest. I can't believe I'm back here. And then we never know what actually happened. Uh, I feel like that's a very likely scenario because yeah. they're having too much fun playing with what it's it is. It's just a running gag yeah. at this point. Like, I see you guys in chat. Like, it's... It's not that it's a huge deal. It's not like a crucial thing, but it's been played up at this point. They keep dropping hints yeah. of it, and it, we're all just curious. It, like you keep referring to this incident. I mean, it was even in the most recent Marvel movie. It was in. It was referenced in Far From Home, wasn't it? That I think that they uh, that Maria and and uh, Nick, who I guess really weren't them. I think they reference it. At one point. Yeah, they I mean like well, anytime so at this point, Budapest is just like a thing that Marvel yeah. likes to drop to like it's a name drop location because something happened there something big happened there because it was big enough for natasha to remark that new york like the battle of new york was reminded her of budapest yeah uh so something crazy happened just what was it aliens it wouldn't have been aliens because they were all surprised by aliens at that point but it was like something something weird or maybe it was just like a lot of enemies who knows who knows anyway Back to Black Widow, the this the movie that's coming soon. Uh, what what else did I pull in those photos? Uh, oh, Thunderbolt Ross. I want to talk yes. about Thunderbolt Ross more and Taskmaster. Uh, what do you think? Like, so we know that Ross is chasing Natasha right. at this point because she's outside the law. She's like violated the Sokovia Accords. Plus, chasing after Bruce Banner hasn't gone well for him, so let's just give it up for a while. Yeah, you know. <laughs> he's like, maybe I can sh- just chase a yeah. human. For but we a also bit. know he's in space at this point. Yeah, so he's really not going to. But find Ross him. doesn't know that. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, they they don't know where Thor or Banner are. Uh, I just rewatched Civil War. <laughs> uh, at this point, do you think we're going to get the Thunderbolts? I think if we get the Thunderbolts, it's going to be hinted at. It's going to be like. You know, he'll be in the middle of, I don't know, maybe we'll see his computer screen and we'll see some faces that, you know, if you look really closely, you'll see names. You know, there were those sort of Easter eggs in the Fox X-Men movies. A lot of times you would see names of other mutants that actually didn't show up. So I wonder if we get that or if, you know, we see him with one of the uh, the many people have been Thunderbolts. I don't think we're going to see the Thunderbolts in uniform ready to, you know, take on any part of this fight. Yeah. I think we're going to get the name drop, though. Yeah. I think that, like, so you have that, like, skydiving scene where, like, I don't know what, they, they were in a helicarrier or a Quinjet or something exploded and Natasha's diving out of it. Uh, as, as she's falling, I half expected to see uh, Tom Cruise as Ethan Hunt also falling. I just that was a very Mission Impossible sequence. I kind of wish I'm, it was more like Mission Impossible yeah, I, in well, one way. I'm going to say I'm not I'm not knocking it uh, because I, I love the, those sequences in those movies, but it felt very much like oh, and here's our Mission Impossible moment. Yeah, although like to be honest, I kind of wish they'd done the Mission Impossible thing and actually had somebody dive out of an airplane. True. Uh, the like I have to remark, it's a trailer. 
So they're gonna. This is not final VFX. Like yeah. always, remember that trailers are never final VFX. Uh, they're always still doing cleanup, like right up to the last minute. But the CGI that like that they put that shot at the end of the trailer. Yeah, it's not the best CGI. Uh, mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson in that skydive scene. Uh, but anyway, besides that, I think those guys falling are members of the quote-unquote Thunderbolts. Right, they're just not the Thunderbolts at that moment. Yeah, they're like Thunderbolt soldiers. Sure. And I think that this is the beginning, and I think Taskmaster will end up being like the first member of the Thunderbolts that like Ross is gathering, and this is going to lead us into a Thunderbolts movie down the line. Yeah, I think that... Or a Disney Plus series, which actually might be more likely... I would be more excited about that only because I feel like you could, it lends itself to longer storytelling. You yeah. Know? I mean, if they were to do a movie, great. I'm, I'm going to be there anyway. It's fine. But yeah. I think that it is a concept that would work really well as a series. And, you know, we don't really know what they're doing with a lot of these Disney Plus series. You know, the, yeah. the Marvel ones. That, like, would they do another Falcon and Winter Soldier? Or is it just one story that they think they're going to tell? You know, or would they do a second season depending on how it goes and where it fits into the uh, phase Five, six, seven, and eight. You know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think it would work really well. The Thunderbolts uh, could be. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, Thunderbolts has had a, a ton of different characters over the years. That's like a lot of which you are familiar with. Black Widow has been a member. Yeah. Uh, Eric O'Grady, Ant Man, has been a member. Uh, it's usually characters that find themselves on the line of good and bad, where right. like straying bad or like straying good. Like, the, but anyone that's like walking that line finds themselves here so like deadpool like one lineup that i was that i always think of when i first think of thunderbolts is like deadpool electra punisher red hulk which is ross right and and agent venom that was just like one lineup right and that that i don't know look there's times where they do things that you're like uh and and these issues could be marked like up in the top corner uh cash grab like when the fantastic four were wolverine ghost rider spider-man and i think hulk you know it was just like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah they have to rescue everybody look so. ghost rider's been a thunder yeah. Winter Soldier's been a Thunderbolt, like, but so have some straight up villains like Jigsaw. Um, look, it, it that's the, the the lineup there, and none of that lineup has to stay that way. Right. It's just Marvel. The MCU has been always been good about finding the way to like use the theme of a story or a group, yeah, and no, translate it. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, you know this is not. Well, I guess the this Avengers line. I must have said something that I would have realized was stupid. But this Avengers lineup is basically your classic original Avengers lineup, you know, from like the early '60s. I'm talking about Avengers, the first movie. So, but a lot of times minus Ant Man and the Wasp. Right. Sure. Feel the but, need to make that no, point. No, it's fair. <laughs> uh, and also, Cap wasn't there until issue four. So yeah. you know, but the the point is, is they they went towards that, and I think a lot of times they do stuff like that. But then it's just like, oh, I really liked these stories, so we're going to go with these characters. Like, the Guardians of the Galaxy is a perfect example. Yeah. The, any comic that I ever read with the Guardians of the Galaxy had none of those characters in it. You know, there was the Sylvester Stallone character and Yondu and everybody yeah. else. So, you know, uh, I, I like when they, they just feel like these characters are going to work well in the story. Let's go with it. I guess, like, what, what the, this version of Thunderbolts is more like to me is in the Civil War comic, right. they, t- they formed a... To, to, combat all the superheroes like Captain America who were working underground yeah. against the Registration Act, they had a, a team of villains that they had basically conscripted to go out and hunt these heroes. Yeah. And it was this, it was one of those things of like, oh, Tony's side has gone too far because now they're working with murderers and like terrorists and villains to capture 
Captain America. Right. It's exactly. a really twisted thing. But that's, I think, where Thunderbolt Ross is, is as he's trying to use the Sokovia Accords to chase down these these rogue heroes like Black Widow, he's enlisting people like Taskmaster who are not necessarily good guys. Yeah. And I think it'll primarily be Taskmaster. Maybe we'll get somebody else, but I think that'll that's like a post-credits thing. Of some real note, something that we as fans get really excited about, but there's never a hint of them in the trailer. Do you think they're going to be able to keep something under wraps? Uh, you know, not a Venom, not somebody from, uh, you know, another shared pro- no, property. No, that's too much. Yeah, but I mean, just somebody that's like a big character where you're like, wow, they, they fooled me because I had no idea they were in it. Interesting. I'm trying to think. I Yes, I think there could be. I think the the Thunderbolts is the perfect way, like thing to do Absolutely, and for a post credit yeah. scene. Like you have sort of your Thunderbolt Ross, like I'm enlisting your help. Yeah, don't think it would be Venom, like all. But I do think that they're. I'm trying to think. I, I think of bringing in an, a former villain. Yeah, from an old story. I mean, like people don't like people. They try to at this point. They're like pretending Incredible Hulk never happened. But like Blomsky is a perfect example. That's a great example. Yeah, um, of somebody he could pull. Um, who else from bad guys that are alive? Yeah, could there even be Whiplash is dead? Oh yeah. Um, from Iron Man two, uh, Killian from Iron Man three dead. Yeah, so there's uh, uh, a lot less to choose from. There aren't a lot of sur- I mean, Baron Zemo. Yeah, that's true. But we know he's going to factor into uh, what Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, who so. did? Who also is like one of the founders of the yeah, Thunderbolts. True. So it would make sense for him to be involved. Uh, I mean, look, maybe this, uh, when does, did we have a date for Falcon? We don't have a date no, yet. I think it's actually 2021 though, right? It's like not. No, Falcon or Soldier is late next year. Oh, it is. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, you know what's right. It's late next year. So, right? oh, there it is. Yeah. Maybe Baron Zemo. Right. At the end of the movie and Thunderbolt Ross is part of these things. And if Falcon and the Winter Soldier are on the run with Cap, maybe part of that whole story is them being hunted down by team of Thunderbolts, which would include U.S. agent, Baron Zemo, who's, like, taken out of jail to hunt Avengers, essentially, and uh, Taskmaster, amongst others. No, but, I mean, that would definitely make sense. That's a great way that they could feed into each other for sure. That could be really cool. I like that. Uh, All right, that's my post-credits pitch scene for Black Widow. And uh, Fall 2020 for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Thank you. I thought so. Thank you, Mr. Fantastic. Um... Uh, all right, let's uh, other stuff in the trailer. Uh, this is a this is a hot topic of conversation. What do you think of Thunder of uh, What do you think of Taskmaster's costume design? Well, I love the skull face more than anything, and I wanted even if like on that <clears throat> excuse me on that helmet it was like painted on or something. I don't know a decal. Um, it's cool, but he, honestly, he looks like Snake Eyes from GI Joe. You it know. looks very Power Rangers, G.I. Joe. That's yeah. one of the things. I wish the colors were a little brighter. Agreed. I think that would... Yeah. I mean, that's not... Oh, it's that. It's the helmet. The helmet, like the top of it, feels Power Rangers-y and to I, me. And I always want a cape. I want a comic book accurate cape when someone can have one. And I see no cape. Maybe it's just hanging up and he'll wear it later in the film. But uh, I also do wonder if this is like a specific outfit that he's wearing for whatever this action is. Yeah. Maybe we would see something at least slightly different. I, I think so, because this also reminds me of the the leaked stuff that we saw right, of true. his costume. I I kind of want that skull to come through more. Right. Like, if they just painted it, like, white. Yeah. Like, 
here, here's my Sonic the Hedgehog pitch. So like, because they have time to go in and just <laughs> like digitally enhance the skull. Uh, so you want them to turn Taskmaster into Sonic the Hedgehog? Yes, an, this no. is a bold choice. No, um, I would just love the, for the skull to come out more. I think it would be much. It would be a cooler look. Uh, like I get the subtlety in wanting to like do the crossbones thing where it's not like as bright, but I think make it give it that stronger image like make him uh, like be more upfront about great it. comment in the chat from someone called channels welcome good to see you here uh taskmaster equals he question mark maybe they maybe there are taskmasters so Ooh. uh that would be they interesting. or, or that. they or i think the implication there that it could be a woman like we don't know it could, maybe it's rachel vice under there we oh, it's an interesting thought. Uh, Zeno Hour says that uh, he had heard uh, that, and I always assume Zeno Hour is a he. If I'm wrong, please tell me. Uh, that China has a policy against skull imagery. He doesn't know if that's true, but if it is, oh. that could go a long way. Interesting. Yeah. That that you're not wrong, but the skull imagery is still in there. Yeah, for it's sure. just more subtle. Um, although that raises interesting questions about what you do with a. I guess like Punisher movies just don't go to China. Uh, yeah, no, I think he'll uh, he'll just uh, wear the you know. I mean, there's a decent chunk of episodes where he doesn't. And I think season one and two he doesn't actually. Oh, have I mean, well, I mean, TV no, no, shows. So that's what I mean. So base, for but... the movies, they'd be like, uh, yeah, we want some of that uh, sweet Chinese box office cash. So uh, yeah, he doesn't need a skull. Yeah, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe a mean looking kitty cat or a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger. Um, so yeah, uh, that's really all the points that I wanted to hit in the trailer. Is there anything else? And uh, chat, is there anything else that stood well, out to Jenna you, Christian? James says, uh, think that uh, Rachel Vice is playing Iron Maiden, not Taskmaster. Who knows? But I didn't even think of the idea that Rachel Vice could be Taskmaster. I that was literally off the top of my head. That's yeah, I don't even know that, that that I don't that doesn't track to me necessarily. But I, as long as we're throwing out like yeah, Mister X for Taskmaster. That could be one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, no, I think we covered everything. There was a lot of stuff I was excited about. And, uh, you know, I, I like we were talking beforehand. I knew this was coming out. I just didn't remember that it came out that night. You know, yeah. I was like, I got up in the morning. I'm like, oh, yeah, right. I happened to be awake. Yeah. Uh, so I watched it immediately. Uh, yeah. Oh, the other thing that I really loved about this trailer, the music. Oh, yeah. That's a the great call. The score yeah, yeah. in this was like it instantly like hit me. I was, this is the coolest. This is such a good score. This is awesome. Yeah, I want to listen to it on a loop. <laughs> Give me the soundtrack now, Marvel. Uh, like I like listening to movie scores. Like a lot of the the Marvel ones are good, but other than the original Avengers score, I don't listen to a lot of them in like any kind of frequency. But yeah. that score that's is amazing. Score. I, yeah. I if that's going to be like a theme throughout the the movie, like I can't wait to hear the rest of the the music. Yeah. Um, all right, there is other stuff to talk there about, is. believe it or not, believe this or week. Not. Uh, so let's keep going down our feature list. Uh, real quick story, uh, Tom Holland yeah. apparently helped save Spider-Man while he was drunk. Uh, he went on Kimmel this week. I'm sure Aunt May was very disappointed to hear this that he was out drinking with uh you know he was with his, he was with his family yeah well that's true I guess so according right. to him in this story with jimmy Kimmel, he, uh like he had sent an email to bob Iger after he found out about everything because he was at d23 promoting uh, uh that animated the, movie with chris pratt that yeah saw i wanted or... to call it trolls but that's not correct oh no, that is not correct uh it's a different movie um uh, but either way he was he was at d23 and he sent a, a very nice uh email to bob Iger, yeah. just like thank you for like the time that we spent together like yeah. it was great I hope to, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
Um, and then Bob I was like, I'd love to talk to you, like have a phone call with you at some point. Uh, when are you free? And then he is out drinking with his family at like a pub quiz or something <laughs> and gets a call from an unknown number, has a sense that it's probably Bob Iger, yeah. answers it, and drunkenly starts talking to Bob Iger. Uh, <laughs> about what he thinks and uh, according to him starts crying in the middle of the call of course about uh, that they won't be able to keep spidey in the mcu yeah how uh, how adorable it's very cute i'm i'm sure that it played no role in the decision making i always thought they would uh, figure out a way to work it out i was never that worried i think that bob archer's like that's a sweet call kid's a little drunk i'm not gonna hold it against him (laughs) i'm glad that it it would tell me if i'm bob archer that they cast the right guy for the role that he feels that emotional slash drunk about it, you know? Uh, and uh, I think I would be encouraged. I'm like, you know what? He feels that strongly about that character being part of our universe. Uh, but I think that the 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 wheels were always in motion. There there were never, like, closed doors of negotiation between, uh, between Sony and Disney slash Marvel on this. Yeah. Can you imagine being drunk and then waking <laughs> up the next day and being like, I think I just saved a billion-dollar franchise? <laughs> Yeah, that's... I've never accomplished that while drunk. No, no, my drunk phone calls have never accomplished anything even close to that. Especially not with the, call, the drunk calls from yeah. my boss. No, I couldn't get my Space 1999 reboot off the ground with my drunken phone call, but uh, <laughs> I've still got my fingers crossed, everybody. Can uh, I throw one thing out there real quick? Please do, Ryan. Ryan. In the booth, I, I hate to be this guy, but... Do you really? I, I watched this entire interview, and yeah, it was kind of funny, but then I thought, all right, if this was an actress... And they said the same story. Would this get the same comedic reception that Tom Holland's getting? I mean, for me, it would. I don't care. But, but I, like I your, your general public response, um, I think that that would. I don't think it would. Interesting. Oh, it's well, like, kind of weird. What's, I guess like so. Who's a good equivalent? Because it's like the part of it's that he's a kid. Yeah. If this was an if this, this was like a forty year old, if if like. Chris Pratt did this, you'd be, be like, dude, get your life together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's a little bit of a, a he's a little bit of a bro though. But Chris like Pratt. Tom Holland's like what, twenty three? I think you're right. Yeah. So like a twenty three year old who is out drinking, like he should be out drinking. He's twenty three. Yeah. So like maybe he should just not have answered that call, but it's 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 a cute story when you're 23. Yeah, but I mean, to your point, there isn't a female equivalent. It's like Scarlett Johansson's not making that call. And here's the problem with there not being enough, you know, top tier women in the MCU. I mean, is Zoe Saldana making that call? You know, so well, not it's, in it's the hard. MCU, yeah, but yeah. like, I just out in general. Sure. Like, if if Haley Steinfeld told this story, I think it still plays as yeah cute. that she's like, I really want to do that Hawkeye show, but uh, you know, my tour is really going to get in the way or whatever's <laughs> like, happening with that. Right? I'm glad you like that, Ryan. Like, look. To, to Ryan's point, like there are always assholes. Like sure, uh, or Daisy Ridley is a good. That's is a, a great good example. example. Like Absolutely. if Daisy Ridley had to save Star Wars and got weepy about it on the phone with Bob yeah. Iger, I would think it was adorable and yeah. and just showed her she's, love of the series. I would like, not judge it. At Daisy all. Ridley would be like, "Don't hang up." Episode ten. All right, so here's how you know, and she just goes right into it. So. Also, don't be afraid to cry, guys. Show yeah. your emotions. Yeah, Peter Parker's never been afraid to cry. You, you can know? be masculine and cry. Yeah. Right, uh, exactly. I'm using my platform to to take that That's stance. That's right. Uh, and I, I stand by that. Um, anyway, 
Uh, it's just a cute story. I think it is a cute story. Um, let's. Uh, I want to talk about this Endgame art book that I have in front of me. Right. A should, little bit, guys. Um, oh, should we it, talk about that uh, Hulu story I sent you last night? Oh, we will. We okay. will. I just want to make sure that because I see the clock. We're ticking, still talking so. about movies, so I, Fair I, I, enough. I'll keep talking movies and uh, talk about this book uh, that they just this put book is out. Great. Uh, it's really cool. And, and if, if you've gotten any of the Marvel Studios art, like the art of books, sure. like they're always amazing. They're filled with concept art. So you see all the different costume iterations that they tried and like thought about, different alien races, like the, the Chitauri gorilla that was in that battle. Like There's some really cool concept art of that. I pulled a few images, though, of stuff that was not in the movie. I do like these. That I think that's... And this is not even all of it. I just pulled some interesting stuff that I thought you guys would appreciate checking out. Uh, And we'll just flip through that real quick, because this stuff got me excited. Uh, This first one, you're going to understand why. Uh, So apparently there was like a version of the... uh, 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 Like an... Uh, an incept, a fastball special inversion, yeah. Potentially at one point. So there's a, they, they, and this talk about this book. So if we bring this up, uh, you see the Hulk holding Spidey, right, about to fastball special him, right, and then it apparently zooms out, and you have Giant Man holding the Hulk <laughs> about to. Fa- so like, I guess. Giant Man was going to throw the Hulk, right. who was then going to throw Spidey. <laughs> and, yes, I, that's, I, I get why that would have been cut from the movie. Sure. But, absolutely, yes. Uh, let's go to the next one. Uh, more Ant-Man stuff. This is just so freaking cool. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there was a version where Ant-Man was going to use pin particles to super grow some ants into like freaking Mack trucks sweet essentially and then they attack one of the flying leviathan whales i just call them space whales because that's what uh, they are. but like uh like them being just attacked by ants and ripped apart is so cool uh and then there's some weird stuff Th- this it, is this is my favorite of all the things that i saw uh, when I flipped through so there was a at one point they had explored Doing a, a a whole Thanos backstory, right? Where you get to see like him growing up and the planet that he lived on before it was completely in ruins, and so they had to mock up Thanos at different ages, and one of them is Baby Thanos. So take that, Baby Yoda, and he's got a little Infinity Stone. Of course uh, he does. Uh, what do you call mo- those things? Mobile. That hangs mobile. Over, yeah. yeah. It's adorable. It's like, one day I'm going to have the time stone. And You'll maybe see. this would have been the scene that uh, where uh, War Machine goes back and... Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another way they could have used this design. Um, this is a cool one. Uh, they have a bunch of different bro Thor yeah. designs. and uh, But th- I just pulled this one as one example. They had of him with the, the Thor vest that he's wearing in Ragnarok. Right. But it's... And look, as a bigger gentleman, I, I feel this in my heart. Uh, and my gut, uh, it, literally in my gut, uh, <laughs> he has the vest that used to fit him, right. and he wears it open now yeah. as, like, cut down the middle because <laughs> it doesn't close anymore. That's great. I love Like, that. if you're a plus-size guy or a girl, like, you get it. You get that feel. This one was really cool. At one point during that, like, during the scene where uh, they're using the, the surgery needles, the Maw's using the surgery right, needles right. on Doctor Strange, and... Uh, they Tony had like sent his nanotech armor to protect uh Strange. Strange. Yeah. And it like took him over and the eye of Agamotto like 
fused through the armor Sweet. or something is how they were describing in the book. And so you had this like Iron Strange, Doctor Iron Man, whatever you want to call him, <laughs> uh, but where it like fuses the two. And there's also concept art of them switching armor, where the cloak of levitation goes onto Tony. Oh yeah, uh, it's just there's all kinds of cool stuff in there. I think there's one. Do we have one more after that? Uh, oh yeah, there's a uh, uh, the bunch of Smart Hulk stuff, yeah. and they have some art of the uh, uh, the fight that like was supposed to happen between Hulk. And uh, Bruce, where they oh, fuse, because yeah. that was supposed to be an Infinity War. There's even concept art of Smart Hulk at the beginning of Endgame, right. where they attack Thanos, because that was how far they got. Oh yeah, and then this one of uh, Thanos had an alternate weapon, which was an axe. Sweet. Which we could have had an axe versus axe. Speaking of, they have. Um, there's also stuff where they like. There was a whole different sequence for getting uh, Stormbreaker uh, oh, that wow. involved uh, I- Idrisil, Idrisil, uh the 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 World Serpent. Wow. Uh, crazy stuff. Yeah, there's crazy stuff This is stuff a fun book. Uh, yeah, we can skip that one. Um, uh, there's, there's tons yeah. of art in here. It's a, it's a great book, well, but and, I thought those I, were cool If I'm watching tidbit. this show, the question I want to ask is, what does that book cost? Uh, it was 50 bucks. Okay. so uh, It's on yeah. sale on Amazon. I, I got it from Barnes & Noble because it was uh, I wanted to get it before the show today. Of course. Um, but yeah, 50 bucks, and then it's che- it's on sale a few places. But right. like it's a, that's, about I think, standard for these, these art yeah, books. Yeah, absolutely. And they're, they come in like this heavy-duty thing. They're big coffee table books. Yeah. Uh, not not the cheapest thing in the world, but not crate, not like crazy expensive either right um all right should we move let's move on uh real quick rumor that a bunch of people sent me so i want to make sure that we discuss it Uh, because it's it's a pure rumor it's so it's nothing but it's a fun rumor especially for me yeah uh there's rumor dr doom could show up in black panther 2 yeah not the first time we've heard this rumor yeah Uh, it does fit in with the rumored title that we heard which was two kings Right. What do you think? Do you do you want to see it? Uh, it's uh, Doom War is the the comic yeah. that this this will, theoretically I, would be based on. I would like to see him as part of the FF, but if this is how we get him three four years sooner, I'm going to be okay with it. I would love to see the character. Um, this is not my first choice for how to see him, but uh, I would be really interested to see how it plays out. I you hit the nail on the head. Like there, I think there are more interesting ways to introduce Doctor sure. Doom uh, to the MCU, but this is not a bad one necessarily. Agreed. I yeah. do think I, I think the rumor like the two yeah, the two kings title, that that title makes so much sense to me for what to do for a sequel. Agreed. Um I my instinct still tells me Namor is a stronger choice right. than uh than Doctor Doom. Uh I just there's a it, it doesn't land perfectly. Uh Namor like I, my my pitch for the two that two kings thing is the idea that like Wakanda was once like underwater oh, okay. and it was part of the uh, part Atlantis. of the Atlantis territory. That's cool. And so it becomes a story of like who has the right to that space, uh, the the original inhabitants or the people who have lived there now. Right. That's um, an interesting. Thing. And it, it continues the colonial themes that you had in the first movie. Right. Um, which I think are very relevant, and you could tell a lot of stories about colonizers and, like, uh, especially stuff with, like, uh, hit, like, n- the, a lot of the stories that Native Americans have dealt with. But you use, like, completely separate, ta- like, sets of people to tell the same narrative. Right. Um, which is always a great way. Anyway, we only have about five minutes left, so I want to uh, also talk about this big Hulu 
shakeup that's coming. Uh, look, we've seen a lot of shows from Marvel television days like hit the ground yeah. and, and be just. Be, Oh, hey, there it is. I guess it is TV time. It is TV, TV time. time, you're right. Uh, that's right. Uh, we've sort of restructured how we're breaking things down. But it is, but that's it all is TV we, time, yeah, absolutely. It is TV time. Um, Tigra and Dazzler yeah. has uh, hit, a, hit a, a bit of a speed bump, you might that's say. That's a pretty big speed bump, yeah. Uh, they fired their entire the entire writing staff, including the showrunner. Right. The showrunner, Erica Rivanoia, who I was a page with at NBC. Uh, I've known her for 20-plus years, and uh, that was that's how we know how to say her name, by the way. Uh, I was uh, a little surprised to hear that. Uh, obviously, we know it's a Chelsea Handler show. Chelsea Handler's still evo- involved. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is. They had written a number of scripts. And they were 15 weeks into the 15 room. Weeks in her, yeah, and uh, they just decided that uh, this wasn't working. Now, you can guess, if you want, who it's not working for. Is it Chelsea Handler? Is it the studio? Is it... Is it Feige finally got around to paying Creative differences yeah. is the like the classic yeah. line. It's what's being said here, that the studio just didn't like what they were getting right. and either the room was unwilling to change to what they what the studio wanted or the studio didn't have faith that this room could do it. Right. Who knows? Uh, look, it's com- comedy scripts especially are so subjective. Correct. Who knows what... These people are hired under Jeff Loeb. Who knows what Kevin Feige's direction is for the show? Yeah. From what I've heard through like the news and through other like channels, the other three shows are still going strong. Right. I've heard that. Howard and... the Duck, Hit Monkey, and Modoc. Right. I would say that I wouldn't be shocked if we never saw this show. If they just felt like, you know what, we gave it a try, it's not going to work, and they would still do other shows. I was talking, because uh, we covered this on uh, Marvel News Daily today, uh, right here at Popcorn Talk. And my thinking is that if one of these shows were to happen, it would be Howard the Duck. I think they're the most invested in that more than anything else. I think that if I had read that they had fired that writing staff, I'd be like, I think they're probably going to try again. Um, I I wonder... How many of these shows we're going to get? And I can't say I would be shocked if we got zero of these Hulu shows at this point. I, I, you're right on. You're right about Howard the Duck. Right. I think that's the strongest one. It has people is Kevin Pete, Smith and Kevin the guy Smith, who the executive did, producer. Uh, you have people Hunger from Aquatine Ho- Hunger yeah. Force. A, a strong writers' room. Agreed. It would be. I, I can't imagine. And it, it's also just a, such a more recognizable character. Agreed. It would be. And it's an animated show. It's not in the MCU. It's easy to just sl- like let this one keep going. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would also be shocked if Modoc, because it's got Patton Oswalt, True. and that's a really strong sell, doesn't get doesn't see uh, screens. And this is all coming next year, in theory, or in they theory. start to come yeah. next year. Uh, I I think we'll see these shows. Um, I I hope we get a Dazzler show. I would Maybe love it's to not see this one, yeah. but I think especially Dazzler. I'm not, I, I'm more indifferent. Not I don't have a negative sense toward Tiger. I'm just indifferent. Um, She's a, a charter member of the West Coast Avengers. Yes, so I, I'm familiar with the, the character. Show her the respect she deserves. Uh, she even popped up in the recent run of West Coast Avengers. Let's like she's a good go. character. I just like I don't have no, strong did, feelings one way or the Dazzler other. Dazzler is a her. character that I've wanted to see for a while, and I know we got a cameo in Dark Phoenix, but yeah. uh, I really wanted them to do something with her for a while. So. Yeah. I hope we. I uh, hope we get it. I just wouldn't be surprised if we didn't. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, the, they didn't say the show's canceled. Just Correct. The, the, the writers were fired. Pause. Yeah. Uh, which is unfortunate. But like, who knows? Uh, look, we don't know what Disney's plans are for the animated future. But I still right. part of me hopes that now that it's Disney, they're going to call Donald Glover and be like, "Hey, what's up? Yeah. You want to like get that Deadpool thing yeah, going that, again? Where are those Deadpool scripts? <laughs> yeah." 
Because he wrote the whole season, I think, didn't he? I don't know. I he wrote, sure he wrote well, at, least, at least one episode. Well, he, I think he posted a picture of the cover of the script for the season finale. I'm fairly sure I'm right. But he I, posted I, a whole script. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> so yeah. he wrote stuff. He wrote stuff. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's unfortunately uh, all the time we have for today's show. Uh, there's Correct. some other basic, some other headlines, but you can read uh, about those, like stuff about the Spider-Man video game coming out, uh, some Moon Knight stuff. Uh, we'll talk about some of that next week, and uh, keep make sure you're watching Marvel News Daily That's to correct. get your uh, your daily fill of Marvel news with Christian Blatt and Zia Anderson. Uh, Christian, where can everyone find you? People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ, and over on AfterBuzz TV, you can find myself and Ryan in the booth for the Mandalorian After Show. Uh, that is Fridays at twelve Pacific, and uh, we'll be breaking down episode five Squee! tomorrow. I squee at that show all the time. Uh, I'm Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. Be sure to check out my other podcast, Ships in the Night, where we take weird cross fandom ships and just fanfic live writers room for you. Uh, we did Austin Powers and uh, James Bond this week because that one has the story fits. It fits in both canons. Agreed. This all right, guys. This has been Marvel Movie News. Thanks for geeking out with us. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the original principles.